0: Let's do this.
1: Anyone with a physical body with the desire to do yoga can do yoga. You know, I bought shoes for a living, that's what I did. But I was unhappy. And I always say this, but nothing changes if you change nothing.
0: On Point. Welcome back. You're listening to On Point. I'm your host, Taylor Burke. And joining us today, all the way from London, England, as our first international guest, we have the founder of Big Love Movement, Becky Marie. Hi, Becky. Hi,
1: Taylor. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much for the invite.
0: So for our listeners tuning in, we have a wide range of topics this episode. Becky lands her dream job as a shoe buyer. It seems like every girl's dream, right? But what you may think as a dream job may not be as fulfilling as you thought it would be. Listen in as Becky gets a wake-up call and leaves her job after 15 years and goes after her calling of starting an online yoga community. Becky is a huge advocate on mental health, which we will go over some helpful practices for you to know and how you should take three to five minutes a day to just breathe. So Becky, you founded Big Love Movement in 2019. Tell us a little about you and what Big Love Movement is.
1: First things first, Big Love Movement is a community for spiritually curious individuals who are looking for practical ways to not only support their well-being day-to-day, but to improve it, to gain more awareness and appreciation for themselves, their well-being, mental, emotional, physical. My journey started with my own experience of mental health, and this sudden I guess I want to say an urge or a call to to share what has supported me and create a community and a movement towards that more appreciative positive awareness around mental health
0: and Becky how did you come up with the name
1: <laughs> I would love to know how I came up with the name <laughs> Big love is a phrase I use a lot. So those of the people who know me you know I use that all the time. Mm-hmm. So it felt very aligned, but it's more about the movement within society, the way we think, speak and feel about mental health, how we you know, view that because we all have it. We all have mental health, whether it's good or not so good.
0: How can you not say that and be like, have a smile on your face? It's just so happy and positive.
1: (laughs) Thank you. That is the intention.
0: Before you got into Big Love Movement, you were in the fashion industry for 15 years. So you left that industry to start Big Love Movement. What was the turning point in your career that you were like, this is not it and I want to do something more?
1: Wow. I had this dream job. My job was amazing. 15 years. That was my career. Mm -hmm. When I left, I was a shoe buyer. I'd got to the position. I dreamt of when I was 20, 21. You know, I bought shoes for a living. That's what I did. It was amazing. But I was unhappy. It almost felt wrong to even confess that when I knew my job was amazing and I knew I'd worked hard for my job and this was what I'd wanted so why wasn't I happy so I guess I always felt something wasn't quite I mean I use the word aligned now but at the time something felt off and then I got a, what I call a nudge from the universe and that was my stepfather passing in 2018 and my father had died when I was a teenager so my stepfather passing was this nudge from the universe to go hello are you're happy if you're not happy change something and i always say this but nothing changes if you change nothing and i'd got so sick of hearing myself moan about as much as this was a dream job i wasn't enjoying it i felt like there was something else i needed to do and i thought let's make space for someone to come in and love this job because i'm not loving this i've got to do something else i don't know what
0: that takes a lot of courage not only to realize that but then to make a move i forget you guys in the states have a two weeks notice period right yes you guys not have that no i had three
1: months three months time
0: you have to let them three months in advance yep but it worked
1: perfectly for me so thank god taylor because i didn't have a plan (laughs) i took myself first solo holiday i went to tenerife and i just was lying on a sunbed i was studying for my yoga anatomy i was reading these books and i was like i have got to change something i was writing pros and cons And then I was like, I'm just doing it. I bought my web domain on that sunbed. On that sunbed, I wrote my resignation letter. And I looked at my calendar and I said, that's the date I'm doing it. That's the date I'm resigning. I think I gave myself six weeks and I did it in four weeks because I was like, what am I waiting for? And I can feel it now in my heart, like this nervous energy, but excitement too. For me personally, I didn't find yoga until my 20s. If I'm honest, when I came to yoga, it was very much about physical. And then I Probably really committed to a more regular practice in my late 20s, early 30s. And that's when I started to notice how it was helping me emotionally and mentally.
0: How was it helping you?
1: So what I love about yoga is how it connects you back to yourself. I really see it as a practice that is so focused. And as much as yoga is very much about the movement of your body and then also your awareness of your body and your breath. So I'm focusing on my body moving and I've also got to think about how I'm breathing. So suddenly you can't think about your rubbish day at work. You can't think about the argument you had with your best mate or your boyfriend. And I just remember just feeling such a release and all I was doing was, focusing on myself but not in that selfish way we think of how my body was feeling noticing what my body was feeling not what I was thinking so it just kind of brought me back to myself I remember thinking wow I get to be me now
0: wow that's so powerful I got goosebumps was everyone very supportive in your life about this or were there people that were like Becky what are you doing you're giving up this dream job
1: so funny the person I thought that would be like the latter was my mom and actually she was, I just remember her saying, I just want you to be happy.
0: Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay,
1: yeah. I wasn't the only one who was aware that I was unhappy.
0: What did you learn along the way of leaving the corporate world and becoming your own boss?
1: Oh my gosh, it is extremely liberating to be your own boss, also extremely challenging. We've all had a a not so great boss in the past. And there are times in the day where I go, I'm not being a nice boss to myself right now. Why am I putting this pressure on myself? It's really interesting to transition from an ingrained way of behaving and being to suddenly being able to be however you want to be, creating that structure yourself and that motivation yourself.
0: Any advice you'd give to others?
1: (laughs) First things first, self-care. And I know that might seem so obvious and cliché for me with Big Love Movement to say that, but it's so important because chances are, when you want to start your own thing and be your own boss, for me, it's making sure I move my body every day, whether it's a walk, whether it's a mini workout or a run or yoga, something that's going to help me move my body because that's what helps me raise my energy and my mood. Getting that self-care in weekly, if not daily, just so that you can kind of say, how's this week gone? How am I feeling? What do I need and giving
0: yourself that. Get ready to level up your business game at Girls' most momentous event of the year, Iconic. We're dedicating a two-day event to you, the entrepreneurs and independent professionals in the fitness industry who put in the work to make it happen every day. Tennis legend and business icon Venus Williams will be there sharing what it takes to push yourself and your business to new heights. Hear from other top-tier professionals and lifestyle experts in the fitness industry, take advantage of our free wellness classes, win amazing prizes, and treat yourself to our exclusive rooftop party. It all goes down at Bespoke in beautiful San Francisco. Tickets on sale now at a special early bird price for a limited time only. Reserve yours at iconic.vogarl.com Impact, inspire, and be seen at Iconic. So let's skip forward from the three months, last day of work. What did you start doing on that last day of work into Big Love Movement?
1: I knew I wanted to create a community. I've got the journal from 2018 where I wrote, I want to create a a community and then lockdown happens and it was the kick up the butt that i needed so the big love yoga community which is an exclusively online yoga studio and that started in lockdown as a way to connect people back to themselves but also to other people
0: so big love movement does focus on yoga but it's much more than that you have been very open that your business is not just physical well-being but also mental well-being If you feel comfortable, will you share your story about your mental health and why it is so important to you and to your group of the Big Love Movement?
1: Thank you, Taylor. Absolutely. My intention is to inspire and empower others. The way I see it is that I guess I learned the hard way. I have always had an awareness of mental health, not the kind of awareness I have now. It probably started when I was 12 or 13. It's probably important to mention that my dad died when I was 13. And that's a huge event to experience as a child, as a teen. Teenager, but I know that I wasn't happy even before that happened. So there was already that awareness. And then for that huge event to happen, of course, had this massive impact on my life and how I felt about myself in my life and how it impacted those I loved, the people around me. And I think anxiety is something I experience more often than I do depression now. But what I've learned is that I think anxiety has become a bigger word we talk about nowadays, which is great. We need to be talking about this. But but my experience was very much these dark depressive phases that I needed medication for, that I needed some therapy for. I moved through a lot of that with the help of therapy. I see them as old friends. Depression and anxiety, I know that they can show up, they can knock at my door at any time without me really expecting them. And it's about how I greet them.
0: And when you feel that coming on, what do you do? What are the tools that you use to help you get through that?
1: Everyone is different. Every person is different, so different practices resonate with you in a different way to how they resonate with me. But for example, before coming on this call with you, I could feel my heart beating quite hard. If I hadn't known that it was because I was excited to be coming to talk to you, that feeling could happen to me another time. It might be about being really anxious. So one thing I always say is if you want to chill out, breathe it out. Because that exhale is your off switch. That exhale is that "Ah, let it go. It's your body's natural way of letting things go. Placing a hand at your heart or your belly can be really supportive and soothing and then breathing slow and gentle so that slowness creates some depth and with that depth creates some space a little bit more movement in your body a little bit more openness and space which can be really calming and grounding.
0: Becky I feel like this is the perfect segue something that you focus on in your yoga classes is breath work I feel like it's such common sense just breathe we do it every day we do it every minute why is that so important? There's
1: so much resistance around breath work because people are like I breathe for myself for free why am I going to come and
0: pay you <laughs>
1: to show me how to
0: breathe
1: I and actually it's about breath work is a lovely little trendy word that came about in the last few years it's very much came from the term pranayama and that's the Sanskrit term with yoga to work with the breath to The flow of breath, the energy flow through the body and the fact that we don't breathe properly. There's so much anxiety, so much stress in the world. And it's not just because we talk about it more now. It's because the world has got busier and the world is full of more comparison, more ways to distract ourselves, more reasons to keep going and keep pushing and feel stressed. Well, we definitely aren't breathing effectively or even efficiently right here, right now. We have this wonderful muscle called the diaphragm. There's actually this beautiful fact that we only use 10% of it. It only gets engaged by about 10% when we breathe day to day because we aren't using this muscle that is there to help us breathe properly. And that's where I really start with people teaching how to breathe those deep diaphragmatic breaths so that we are creating that space in the body. We are breathing effectively because the more oxygen you're bringing into the body, the more brain function we're going to get. But the point is, if we can spend a few minutes of every day, and I'm talking five minutes, three minutes, breathing deep diaphragmatic breaths, we're going to feel so much better for it. So the breath might be the first signal that you get that you're feeling anxious. Your breath has gone short and fast, but also on the flip side, your breath is the fastest, the most simplest way to change how you're feeling, to change what you're experiencing in your body, to relieve the symptoms of that anxiety. You
0: also talk on your website about how breathing and yoga improves your sleep so I've got a few breath practices
1: I love sharing for uh, my clients to help sleep but I've been told that I have a really soothing voice
0: you do. And I,
1: I do professionally recorded meditations and relaxations for my clients. So I have some sleep relaxations. There's actually one on my website that you can buy. And it's apparently the best thing. It doesn't work for me because it's my voice. Yeah. <laughs> but it helps you because so the meditations and the breath work, again, it's, it's about calming the nervous system is about unwinding. And we're talking about unwinding your mind, switching off from your thoughts about the day, but also to unwind and unravel those muscles or the tension in your jaw. The tension in your shoulders, in your legs, your hips. On a deeper level, it's about calming the nervous system about bringing you into that rest, digest state of being. So the nervous system has these two branches in a really simple way of talking about it. We have that very alert state of being, our sympathetic nervous system, which is very much about energy, high alert. We need to be in that state of being to get things done. And then we have the rest, digest, our parasympathetic nervous system. We need to be in that space to get some sleep. So breathwork, mindfulness, and yoga really help your sleep because they're practices with your body to calm you down on a physiological level.
0: So this is something that you recommend to our listeners maybe to do after long days of work and right before going to bed?
1: Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, my dream would be if everybody in the world could create a bit of space and time for themselves at the end of the workday. Doesn't even have to be before bed. Just something to create that gap between the workday and your evening or your workday and your weekend or work and personal time. Just a little bit of space for you to reconnect to yourself and to let all that other clutter wait until tomorrow or when it is needed again.
0: And I just have to say, you have such a nurturing, warm and calmness about you. I really believe this is your calling. I can tell you are so passionate.
1: Thank you. I I have no idea really how this all happened or is happening or what is even gonna happen, but I just know I need to trust this journey because it feels so damn good.
0: So here's a little fun fact about yoga from artsandculture.com. Yoga is an ancient practice that is said to have originated 5,000 years ago and can be traced back to northern India. The word yoga was first mentioned in ancient sacred texts called the Rig Veda. Yoga arrived in the U.S. in 1893 when a man named Swami demonstrated yoga at the 1893 Chicago World's Fair. This fun fact segment was brought to you by Bagaro. Is there a difference between yoga in the United States compared to yoga in the UK?
1: It's really interesting you say this because I actually think there's a difference between yoga in London and yoga in the rest of the UK. And there is so many pathways of yoga. There were so many incredible teachers that came before us. You know, This is a very ancient traditional practice that has moved and shifted and evolved into the US, into the UK, into Europe. And it's evolved through teachers. The way I teach yoga will be... Very different to how the yoga teacher Daniel street will teach. Because yoga is such a personal experience, unless you're going to be really strict and stick to it, you teach a very traditional form of yoga. I think it becomes an element of you. That an element of you has to come into that. You're
0: saying that it's not only going to be different from country to country but it's going to be different from person to person can anyone do yoga say if they're you know a little out of shape or they don't think that they could do the poses or you know they're really just not balanced can anyone do yoga
1: anyone with a physical body with the desire to do yoga can do yoga yoga means to unite so if you think about what i've talked about reconnecting yourself to yourself or connecting back to yourself yoga is meditation meditation. yoga is mindfulness anyone who has the desire to experience yoga to explore yoga can do yoga people who may be feeling self-conscious in a studio around other people who may have never ever experienced yoga before have thought that they could do yoga before the belief they're not bendy enough to do yoga you don't need to be bendy to do yoga but yoga will make you more mobile more flexible and more aware of yourself and your body and your capability and i mean i've been practicing for over a decade i still find posts is challenging. I can find the simplest of poses challenging because as you pointed out just then too, different days my body will feel different.
0: Mm -hmm. I think
1: women, we can definitely appreciate that different times of the month we're going to feel different. So anyone who has that desire and intention to explore the practice of yoga or mindfulness can do it. I speak from my truth here about being that person in a yoga studio, looking at other people going, why can't I do that pose? Why is my body not strong enough or bend enough? And then going, get back in your Body, you will get there. Or maybe I won't. Maybe I won't ever stand on my hands. It's not about that. For me, now yoga has become about that connection. I know I'm banging on about it, but it is acknowledging how I am feeling, how I am being, and just being with myself in that moment, however my body feels, however I feel.
0: And what are the benefits of yoga? I know we talked about sleep and anxiety. Are there any other benefits of doing a yoga practice?
1: Yoga is a mindful practice. So it creates or helps develop your self-awareness. So self-awareness is something as a human being in everyday life we need to have. And there are plenty of people in the world who probably need a bit more self-awareness. Self-awareness is this incredible self-development tool which allows you to be more compassionate not only to yourself but to others. The benefits of yoga mean that if you're able to deepen your connection to yourself, surely your connection to others is only going to improve. If yoga can improve your health, your fitness, your mental well-being, then that's going to ripple out to how you are in your relationships, the kind of friend you are, the kind of daughter, the kind of parent, and how you approach your job. It's a lifestyle choice. And there's a lot of benefits and it helps you sleep it makes you feel good and it can also make you cry
0: so there are so many benefits i believe everyone should try yoga at least a couple times to wrap things up here what are your goals for big love movement for
1: 2022
0: oh gosh oh, wow to grow my community
1: I want to attract the spiritually curious individuals and seekers of everyday well-being to a community where they can really develop their yoga practice, their mindfulness practice, but most importantly, their awareness, appreciation and compassion for themselves.
0: So big things coming for 2022. Big being the word. Oh, yes. Well, I had to use big in the word because big things coming for big love. <laughs> big changes. we created by big love. Yeah. If I knew
1: what I know now, when I was a teenager, would I be doing what I'm doing now? Probably not because I'd be a different person because I would have had the tools to support myself going through some really challenging stuff. That's my goal. My big goal, my big vision with Big Love Movement is to make wellness accessible to more people. That taboo also comes comes with this idea of a price tag, the price of a yoga membership, the price of a yoga retreat, therapist, you know, all these things can feel privileged. And actually, we all deserve to feel good. So even learning the basics of mindfulness, the basics of our own body and physiology, our breath work, how we breathe, we can really support ourselves. And I think that's what my intention is to share what to some people might seem like the basics, but they're the foundations to build in that more calm and connected
0: life. Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing the work, Becky, and you're making the change and... We're so appreciative of you. And I appreciate you, Taylor. Well, before we end this podcast, Becky, we're gonna play a quick game. It's called Taylor's Would You Rather? Okay, are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready. Okay. Would you rather be physically balanced or mentally balanced? Mentally balanced. Would you rather do hot yoga or yoga outside? Oh, yoga outside nowadays. Would you rather do yoga with puppies or yoga with bunnies? Oh puppies. Which would you rather hold for one hour? A tree pose or a warrior two pose? Oh,
1: I really wanted to say tree, but my something inside me went, just do warrior because I am a warrior.
0: Okay, warrior two. <laughs> there we go. Would you rather work out in a gym or would you rather work out at home? Oh, at home. I'm a home bunny when it comes to working out. Yes. Would you rather work out in the morning or would you rather work out at night?
1: Oh, mornings
0: now. Would you rather do jump rope or would you rather do jumping jacks?
1: Jumping jacks.
0: Okay, last one. This is a goof one. Would you rather toot once during a yoga session in front of your class or sweat profusely during a session where you become soaking wet?
1: The second sweat.
0: (laughs) Rather sweat too. I would rather sweat. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was very informational and inspiring, and I feel great. Now I'm going to go do some yoga tonight.
1: Yay. Oh, I appreciate you, Taylor. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. A great way to end my Wednesday.
0: Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Take care, sweetheart. Bye bye. Our goal is to always give you the content you didn't know you needed to know and to make sure you're always on point. I'm Taylor Burke. Thank you for listening.